everybody. This is episode 446 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, March 16th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Kuznets. Today, I'm going to talk about some Into the Breach, some Switch or Die Trying, and a little bit of Where Are My Friends? That's the name of the game. I'm not asking you where my friends are because I know where they are. They are in my imagination because I don't have any friends. I have friends. They're just not in Chicago, most of them. And the ones that are, we just never, we never end up hanging out because I suck and they suck. We all suck. I suck, you suck, we all suck together. I was trying to think of some song that goes like that. There's some song that's like, I don't know. Anywho, into the breach. Got a code for this this morning? Last night? Sometime? And I've been playing it. I've played about two hours. And I've never played FTL, the first game from the studio that made Into the Breach. And I, I'm really loving Into the Breach. There have been a lot of comparisons to chess. And I think even some have brought up the game... The Duke, which I think is a more apt comparison because of just the various complexities that that game adds to the chess formula. And I, I really like it because it it does bring back some of the feeling and, and love I have for Advance Wars just because of the aesthetic, the fact that it is an isometric view, uh, uh, like three-quarters perspective. And... It has that similar type of combat and all that, but it really is it's much more challenging than I remember Advance Wars, and it's not as colorful, at least not as colorful as, I think, Dual Strike. It's more like Days of Ruin or whatever that one was, the last one, which was a bit more muddy visually, but I really love how much thought you have to put into each move and just... The fact that I've played it for a few hours and I'm thinking about it when I'm not playing the game and I'm thinking about, oh, this is what I was doing wrong. This is how I can combat that. Because there are so many things that go into play. You know what your enemy is going to do before you make your moves. So they telegraph, they tell you exactly what the enemy is going to do, where they're going to attack, um, and you can then... Put out your strategy knowing all that. So if, uh, and you're fighting at least in the very beginning, I don't know if it changes, these like bug-like creatures. And if the bug is going to attack a building in its next move, you, depending on the team you have, you only have one in the very beginning, you can use your like hulking mech who can punch enemies and do two damage, but also it'll push them a space. So you can knock them back and then push them in onto another space so that they will shoot at an empty space or if you push them in front of another enemy they will attack their own enemy you can push them into an enemy for more damage you can push them into an environment for more damage you can push them into a building which wouldn't be a great idea you would do additional damage but you would also do damage to the building and there are occasional environmental hazards like the tide is coming in and that will both hurt you or your enemy if they don't 
get out of place. There are some levels that have airstrikes that happen on spaces each and every uh, after each turn, and that adds a bit of strategy because you can't you can't just stay in those places or you will get killed uh, as well as the enemy. And there are some enemies that web you, and I hate those enemies. I hate them so much because they drive me nuts. And when I'm thinking about my strategy, I for, I always forget about those enemies. The ones that they're like little scorpion-looking dudes who can web you with their like tails, and I always forget about them. And then when I'm ready to put my strategy into action, the one I was really working on that I was really hoping to uh, use the the most, the most crucial mech <laughs> I'm trying to think of words it gets webbed and I get very angry when that happens and yeah it's it's great in how it's both simple and complex like chess or the duke where there are there are many different outcomes there are many different ways of putting a strategy into play there you know there are many different choices you can make but the various actions you have are somewhat limited. So you have to best, you have to figure out the best way to implement all the various attacks and all that jazz that your various units have. And I'm sure once I unlock some more teams and all that and get to mess around with other systems and attacks and all that kind of stuff, it'll be even more interesting because... I I feel like the team you start off with is just very basic and probably one of the weaker, but I don't know. I'm sure you can beat the game with it. And the way it works is that it's basically you you go until you die, and then if you die, you start all over from the very beginning. And you have this power grid where if you let buildings take damage, you'll start losing power, and completing certain levels will get you either power for the power grid or stars that there's there's something that upgrades your units and there's another thing that you use for some other kind of purchase i think after you complete an area because there are four different areas and yeah i'm i'm only scratching the surface but i'm i'm really loving the game it makes me want to go back because I've, I've wanted to play ftl for a very long time i just feel i feel like when ftl came out I didn't get to it right away, and I kept hearing people talk about it, and by the time I bought it, I just felt like I was too late to the party, and there were other things to play, and I just never ended up getting around to it, but it always sounded like my jam, and the same goes for Into the Breach, and after playing it for a few hours, I just, I want to play more Into the Breach. It's a PC game that makes me want to play PC games, and I don't like playing on my PC anymore these days, and it doesn't have controller support. I have to use a mouse and keyboard. It feels fine with that, but I'm, I'm sure at some point it'll come out on... Well, hopefully it'll come out on Switch. That'd be great with touch controls. But I'm sure at some point it'll probably come out on iOS and Android, surely, as well. And I, I can't wait for that day because it'll feel great to play the game with touch controls and just be able to take it anywhere because I just want to play it when I'm out on the go. You can get through a a map in... Uh, well, I mean, it depends on how long you're taking to think out your moves and all that, but I'd say 15 minutes, good amount, you know, maybe less if you're really 
really grooving. And the, the funny thing is, my first match, my first game, ended after about 11 minutes. I think the third mission I failed, and because all my power was gone, and I didn't know, I didn't realize that was happening. And after I did a turn or whatever, or after the enemy did a turn and destroyed another building and dropped my power down to nothing, then just like bug after like i think every open space a bug came out of it and i was i had no idea what was going i did not know it was game over i thought holy shit something like i triggered something that makes enemies pop up everywhere i'm so screwed i figured if i was going to end up with a game over because there's no way i could defeat all these enemies i was just like "What, what is going on why does this game hate me and it was just game over so yeah, that kind of freaked me out though. But I've been getting better, and if I'm not, I'm not sure, because the way it works is that when you attack, everything is definitive. There is no like percentage with XCOM or anything like that where it's like you have a sixty percent chance of doing damage. No, you know how much damage you're going to do, and if you attack, you're going to do that damage. I think there might be some kind of percentage with the bugs or whatever the enemy is because i'm sure they're more than just bugs when they're attacking buildings because sometimes they miss or it says deflected or whatever and on one mission i had one power left and it was the last turn and i was able to get all the bugs but one out of the way and i was like okay it's game over but it deflected or whatever the hell it said it did and i won that mission i succeeded in that mission i got an extra power bar (laughs) power bar and that's my my game that is currently still going on so feeling good about that i i I just like that i am learning as i play and i am you know i'm seeing what works and what doesn't work and i'm figuring things out and it's it's just fun into the breach is out on steam i think it is just windows only now but they are working on mac and linux support it's 14.99 I think maybe there's still a, a, I don't I don't know if there's still a discount for twenty percent off. Probably not because I think it came out a few weeks or in change ago. But I really I'm really liking it. I think fourteen ninety nine is a great price for it if you're into those types of games. I mean, if you love chess, it's the definite. And if you like if you like just game game strategy games that make you think. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. I, I'm I'm enjoying it a lot, and I'm sure I will talk about it again in a future episode. Oh, moving on. This is not great. Switch or die trying. It's been out a year, I guess, on PC, and now it's out on Xbox One. And I played a bit of it on Xbox One, and I think I quit at the same point where I quit on the PC because I hate the way the game works. And I forgot all about it, because it's been so long since I played it on PC. And the thing is, you you are like this little I, the letter I. And you can change between little I, and I guess big I, but it's more like fat I. I don't feel like it's a capital I. Whatever it is, I don't care. The jumping doesn't feel super consistent. Like, it, it, it's always accurate to, to when I'm pressing the button. And when you switch... You get a double jump. And in later levels, I you know, I see in trailers or stuff like that, switching can switch you between environments. So it'll turn on parts of the environment and turn off other parts so that 
you know, you can create platforms and you have to do that when jumping or whatever. But in the very beginning, and regardless, even in those later things, it is also your double jump. I hate that. I think it is a stupid idea for the mechanic. I think they should just have a regular double jump in it because I don't like switching. It does not feel comfortable. It does not feel comfortable to have to press two different buttons to do double jump. It feels weird, and I'm sure potentially with... And maybe it's it feels better when you're switching between environments too at the same time, and it feels like it's there's more reason for you to be also getting an extra jump when you are switching environments. But when you're just in a static environment that isn't changing, and you just have to use it as a double jump, and it does it just doesn't feel good. And the level I hate is the one where these spikes are coming up from the ground, and you have to double jump, and then I just have to keep remembering, wait, this is where I have to go, and then I got finally up super high but i guess i was on the wrong side and i was like nope done i don't care i might maybe go back to it but i hate it it feels awful uh i mean and with a platformer maybe saying it feels awful is a bit harsh but with a platformer like this that is all about tight control i mean it it is all about tight controls in a platformer like this and the controls are not nearly as tight as they should be. This is not a Super Meat Boy. It wants to be a Super Meat Boy type of game, but it's not. And, yeah, it just sucks. And it's not that I suck, because I beat Super Meat Boy, so shut up. Uh, I just think it feels awful. I don't I don't like it. Um, you know, if I want to play a, a platformer like this, I'll just play Super Meat Boy again, or I'll play N+++, or N+, or N+. I'll play all the end games because the end games are amazing. And Super Meat Boy is amazing. And Switch or Die trying, it should just die. Not even try anymore. And then, where are my friends? Where are my friends? Where are they? I don't know. It's a, it's a game. came out on Xbox One. And I think it's on PC as well. And I, I don't even know what the hell it is. Because I started off, I recorded a video that'll go up at some point, where I'm in like a spaceship, and I can see a picture with all my friends, and I'm like, where are my friends? And I'm like this little eyeball on a unicycle thing, an electronic unicycle, because I'm a robot. And I blink every now and again, and at first he was sad, and then I woke him up, and then I was just exploring this spaceship thing, doing little things, like go into one room that unlocks some crap so I'm like stronger now I unlocked a little icon that it gave me like a weight and then one that made me able to see through a telescope I had no idea what the hell I was doing and then eventually I got to a point where I was transferred I think I got to a point where I was like oh here's a wheel of all your friends pick one of them and I just randomly picked one or whatever and I was transferred to like an underground cave area that was all about platforming and it felt awful. It, did, it looks bad. And I don't know. I kept playing through that thing too for like a half hour. And I was just going through it. And it felt like this cave was never ending. Because you'd, you'd, there would be these little points with these lights. And you'd go into them. And there would be various kind of hazards. There's spikes all over the place. And plat- moving platforms. And you'd have to toggle on these little machines. Which are also your checkpoints. And eventually you'd get to a checkpoint that was a different color. You turn that on. It would open up a space so that you can go back to where you came from. And then 
the light would change and you'd see a little picture of you and your friends and then you'd move to another place like whatever 20 feet away and then you'd go up another one and there'd be more spikes and then there'd be these things that would shoot at you and then there'd be these moving platforms with spikes on them or rotating ones with spikes and you have to traverse through them and it just the platforming didn't feel great and it just kept going on and on and i still had no idea why i was doing any of it i didn't i didn't know what and i haven't gone back to it to play more because i was just like this thing keeps going and I kept walking, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what, I, I, I don't know the point of any of it, really. But I, I do understand why his friends left, because they're like, I don't want to do this with you. So, that's, that's where all your friends are. They left you for better games. Yeah, that's, that's it, I don't know. It's all about Into the Breach right now. That's what I want to play. That's what I'm thinking about. I want to play it right now, and yeah, it's super fun. It, it, it reminds me, just from an aesthetic standpoint, of how much I miss Advance Wars and all that, because Advance Wars are real special, and even though this is more confined and more strategic, I'd say, I, I feel like Advance Wars is a very casual strategy type of game. I, I never felt challenge when I was playing those games um, they were just more fun and you know had, had a nice bit of charm to them especially the, the first DS one which is more colorful and yeah Into the Breach makes me actually think like I'd say Advanced Wars is more checkers and Into the Breach is more chess and yeah I'm, I'm really I'm loving it. I'm loving it like McDonald's. I don't love McDonald's, but the sausage biscuit with egg, delicious. The most delicious fast food meal in all the fast foods is the sausage biscuit with egg. And that's the only good thing at McDonald's. McNuggets. McBurger. What is it? Mc, McMac. Not McMac. It's just a Mac. Big Mac. Bleh. I don't really care about burgers anyway. Fries. Bleh. The pancakes, eh. <laughs> their ice cream, eh. their coffee, eh. their, their apple pie, eh. I don't know what else they have. Their shakes, <laughs> the founder, good movie, good movie. Watch Michael Keaton. You'll see about McDonald's, and you'll be like, oh shit, this is crazy. Anyway, that will do it. If you have a half prize books. In your area, before I say that, we'll do it. Go there. They're having a sale. They're having their, like, I don't know. I feel like it's every three months, but sometimes maybe it feels like it's every two months where they have their 20, 30, 40, 50% off sale. And I always go on Fridays to the stores for the 40% off because, like, cheaper stuff and also to just scope everything out and maybe put some stuff on hold. And I'll, you know, I'll look, what do they got? What do they got in the Criterion Collection this time? Hmm, I'll put a hold on that. Uh, maybe I'll put a hold on that. Oh, you got the the full Calvin and Hobbes hardcover collection. I will definitely put a hold on that. I don't. I forgot to check for that though. Stupid me. I want that because I have the soft cover collection in the in the, the collected in the the hard box, but I don't have the hard covers. And then I have all the inv individual ones and some hardcover individual ones as well. I just love Calvin and Hobbes, and I want to collect every copy of them because I love them so much. 
But yeah, half price is great. And I love it. I love this sale. It's like one of the happiest times of the year for me. So if you have one, definitely check them out. Great place for getting cheap Blu-rays, books as well, of course, and some games as well. Some, depending on the store, can have a nice selection of board games too, which is always cool. And that will really do it for today's episode. Once again, I am your host, Mark Cusinez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Minimalist, Steam, all the usual places, at PX Sausage. On PSN, I'm the Cush 3 The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, PR Redux, and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are all also available on podcast services around the globe, like Stitcher Radio and the Google Play Store, and probably somewhere else, I don't know. Uh, you can also check out the art I do on the site, as well as over at pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. And if you would also like to watch some videos that I put up every now and again, I'll probably do one for Into the Breach sometime soon. And uh, the Past Cure playthrough is all up there. Watch it so you don't have to play it. And yeah. I'll put up Where Are My Friends and some other stuff. Funny thing, it's a YouTube.com slash Pixelated Sausage, just in case you were wondering. But I found out that with the PS4, if you plug in some headphones into the controller, audio doesn't come in through the TV. I didn't realize that when I was recording a video. And that video is garbage because there is no game audio. And the game is not good anyway. Uh, but I'm going to have to redo it and replay it. So that'll be fun. And I guess what I'll do is, I'm assuming there's a headphone jack on my TV. And I'll just use that. But it sucks that you can't get uh, sound audio through both the TV and the controller. Um, that's, that's, that's a dilemma for me. Just in, the, in, in wanting to capture game audio and... and not have it come through the mic because I did that for a few videos and there was a slight echo and it was a bit annoying and I really don't want to deal with that so yeah tangent I don't know what the hell that was oh boy oh boy I feel like I should end it but you know what I kind of I really don't want to this is my phone. I like my phone. What was that? I saw some Sea of Thieves thing for Golden Banana. You know why I like my phone? Because it's an iPhone SE. And it's tiny. I don't like these big phones. I, I fear the day this phone breaks or just is too slow to really be useful. Because I I don't want a big phone. I, li I love this form factor. And I just want them to keep making that for the weirdos like me.